0: Welcome to episode four of the Canadian Strength Cast, a podcast where we interview Canadian athletes, coaches, and business owners in the world of strength sports. This podcast is presented by Canadian Strength Supply for all your strength needs. On today's episode, we have Noah Santevi. Noah is an Olympic weightlifter on Team Canada. He comes from a long bloodline of elite Canadian weightlifters, and it is evident in his fierce competitiveness on the platform. Noah has competed for Team Canada on several occasions, including Junior World Championships in 2017 and 2018, and then the Senior Pan Am and World Championships in 2019. Noah is solidifying himself as one of the best weightlifters in the country, and his consistent progress leaves no doubt he will improve his international rankings we are excited to have Noah with us. Thanks for joining us, Noah. Well, thanks for having me. That was by far your best intro ever. Yeah, I haven't practicing at home. <laughs> Holy. I mean you're out of breath now, so <laughs> yeah, it's well, pretty good. It's a lot of words. It's pretty good. <laughs> okay, so Noah, first let's give a little background about um, your family history in weightlifting, because I think it's pretty interesting and like maybe not a lot of people know that.
1: Well, yeah, my uh, it started with my my great great uncle Joe Turcott. Um, who was my dad's grandmother's brother. And then uh, my grandfather, Bob Zanovey, uh was a two-time Olympian uh, Pan Am medalist, Commonwealth medalist, stuff like that. You know, he's been around quite a bit. And then uh, my dad got into it, and he's been to World Championships, Pan Am Games, Commonwealth Games, the whole nine yards too, right? And then uh, we were just kind of born into it. I mean, uh, him and my mom split when we were really young, so me and my older brother, Bodie, were just on the nights we were with my dad he was also going to the gym right he had to train for his competitions because he was still young and competing and then we just kind of like you know when can we start right so I was about five but he was about six and uh we just kind of got her going so you guys started
0: training around like five or six yeah yeah um what 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 olympics did your grandfather go to uh 68
1: and 76 so mexico and uh montreal
0: Fun fact, I wrote, a, I wrote a paper on the 68 Olympics. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wish I knew about your grandfather back oh, yeah. then. Yeah.
2: You must have failed that paper then. Oh, I killed it. <laughs> yeah.
0: That, that Olympics was at like a really high elevation. So all the short bursts, 100 meter sprint, broad, uh, long jumps, all those records were smashed. And all the um, like marathon, the longer distance ones, those were like record lows because of the, the air at that elevation. Where was it? New Mexico? Mexico, yeah. Mexico, yeah. You mentioned you were five or six when when uh, you and Bodhi started training. Um, did you guys, like, want to do it? Did your dad kind of, like, push you, like, give you hints? Or were you guys just like, I want to do what dad does?
1: Yeah, that's the way it was. Because we we were at the gym watching him anyway, right? And we just kind of thought it was cool, right? We were kids, we were looking up to our dad. And just he told us, it was just, we asked him, like, when can we start? I guess he, he says that Bodie, Bodie was always too shy to go ask the questions like that. So I guess he sent me over and... Little little five-year-old Noah <laughs> walks over to my dad like, when can we start? And, um,
0: <laughs>
2: Immediately, a... the training bar comes out. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah. now. He yeah. said it was music
1: to his ears. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you remember training at that age at all? Very little. I do remember where we were training. We used to train in a barn on uh, Waterworks Road on the outskirts of Sarnia there. Uh, it was a uh, pretty badass old-school gym. I, I missed the place, actually. We used to train there with... Actually, Cal Stevenson, I forgot to mention. He was my grandpa's best friend, and he was lifting with my grandpa. They, He was another good lifter, and that was his place. It was his gym. We, Fury Weightlifting is what that one was. And then he passed away in, I think, it was 2011. And then uh, that's when we moved to uh, We Are Fitness in Sarnia. They gave us a spot in the basement there. Do you, um, do you remember, like, you, you never saw your grandfather but lift at all, did you? No. Or? Well, he used to screw around with us a bit just – just like, you know, when, when we were kids, right? You yeah. could come still do some presses and a little bit of squats with us. Yeah. But that was that was years ago back in the barn. But I do remember seeing my dad train, and it, it was cool to watch when we, when I was a kid, yeah. So
0: when you were, you were like, six, how old was your dad then? Like, was he? Well, he's 26 years older than me, I think. So okay. If I, um, also, if I was six. Quick math. 32. 32. 32. Wow. <laughs> Derek is a math guy, apparently. Just, it's just numbers, man. <laughs> um was that a, a, his like peak was he like hitting his best numbers then
1: yeah his his mid-30s he did his best numbers what were they uh he did a 145 snatch um and a 187 clean and jerk 187.5 I think and and what class was that the 94
0: okay um so you guys start training under your father's tutelage and you guys are like young um, do you remember what train was like, like when you guys were like, even since you're 10, like, was it hard? Was he hard on you?
1: He's always been hard on us. Yeah. It's always been, you, you have to finish your workout. If we skipped out on some of it or we missed out, missed a few lifts, he'd make us do extra sit-ups at the end as kids. Right. You know, you gotta kind of punish, but in a good way.
0: Yeah. Kind of like secretly making you better. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is it like when you guys are at like family events? Like, um, like whether it's now or before, like is that coach father relationship like kind of ever change Uh,
1: no it's always kind of it doesn't really stay at the gym the only part that stays at the gym is if there's an argument or something right then we just kind of forget about it because it's like at the gym you're you're hot-headed you know and he's the same he's the same at the gym as he is at home he's always hard on us he wants us to do well he pushes us for success right
0: yeah I guess he just like wants what's best for you guys regardless of uh of whether it's at the gym or at home right um so you you have a, cu- a couple other s- siblings how is it training with them um like is it like a rivalry do you guys push each other
1: there has always been a little bit yeah it's naturally right I mean uh Bodie's obviously on the next level at this point in life um and then I'm next in line there and but Braden is he's been uh, doing some good lifts too lately he's uh he's been uh you know, kind of pushing me in the press a bit, even though I, I suck at the press, but he's like, that's the one lift that he's, he's right there. Right. So it's, it's a little back and forth there, but he's got a job now working too. So it's kind of, you know, on and off.
0: Yeah. So, uh, speaking of like having a job and training, how, how have you found that? Because you're, you're in a union, you're a Boilermaker and you're also a very high level weightlifter. How do you find training while also working like long shifts?
1: It's tough. It is tough. But I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I'm uh, like working 10 hour shifts usually is what the job is like six or seven tens a week. Um, and I just I go to the gym after that. But I actually work it up in Hamilton here. Thanks for having me, by the way. I mean, it's oh, a good yeah, it was, place to train.
0: It, it was a pleasure to have you. I'm kind of glad you weren't doing any big lifts because <laughs> I did not want you to embarrass me in front of all my clients. I always tell them I'm the best in Ontario. And yeah, they're like yeah. Who's this guy?
1: <laughs> well, keep telling them that. But yeah, I mean, like I was just working ninety-one hour weeks, thirteen-hour shifts, seven days a week, and it's it's tough. It takes a toll on the body. I was just it's catching up to me now, and I, I just finished that job this morning, so uh, hopefully I'll be back up to speed here soon. But I mean, you gotta, I gotta keep pushing, right? If I wanna, if I wanna succeed, I gotta keep going. I can't stop training, even for even for a little while, you know. Like a, a little bit of missed workouts, you know, it it takes a huge toll on you
0: yeah and like luckily you're kind of like recovering from an injury so like it's it's not like uh your training would have been uh, like too uh too hard and also there's no competitions like in the foreseeable future yeah
2: so i'd say probably the majority of people including myself don't know the ins and outs of weightlifting world so for in terms of like i'm assuming the goal is the olympics like that's the that's the top of the pyramid or
1: hopefully yeah that is the top of the pyramid for sure hopefully one day i can get there i'm uh looking to keep keep gaining obviously trying to gain some weight now and just looking to put on some bigger numbers
2: so where in the future or if that if it's even possible does that become number one where i don't know if i'm like weightlifting canada financially supports you guys or like how that works but is there a point where it's like okay i gotta maybe step away from my full-time job and commit to this and take a real run
1: at it uh well yes but i mean like my dad had to work. He was working the same job as me. I'm a fourth generation Boilermaker, maker, and he was he was working and training at the same time. And he did well for himself, um, but he also had a lot more on his plate. He had like two kids and an ex-wife, right? But uh, I don't know if I'll ever have to just like stop work completely for. But you know, I uh, take time off or something. If I if I'm training hard for a, a big event like a game, Commonwealth Games or something like that, I'm going to have to obviously uh, focus more on the lifting aspect and if i can take a little bit of time off work for it so
0: if even, even if you're, you're number one in canada is there is there a, at any point you think anyone in canada as a weightlifter will be able to just focus solely on weightlifting focus solely on like a record or world championships or the olympics
1: well my older brother bodie does he just that's all he does he gets he's on the athlete's assistance program, eh? so he gets paid uh yearly i guess would be and
0: we just had a uh, a bobsledder on 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 the uh, podcast last episode, and he he went to the Olympic Games, and I know he worked every off season, um, and even go leading up to his Olympic year, he still worked. He was never able to like financially like like not work. Yeah. Um, but like I know everyone's like a little bit different, but your brother's the only one like able to like focus just on
1: weightlifting. Well, no, not just him alone. I'm just saying for an example, because he yeah. he is really the best in in Canadian history, but uh, there's several people on. Athlete assistance program, right? AAP. And they get, uh, that's what I'm striving for is what I got to put on some body weight, get my numbers up there and hopefully I'll be on that, uh, list as well. And, uh, then I can, at that point, yes, I'd be able to take some more time off work. I so can, what's
2: okay. the, what's the number on that? Like, we don't need, I don't, you don't need to tell me exactly
0: what your, brother uh, let's see your brother's um, yeah. you, brother's—did tax return. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> like, is it, is it's it 40,000 a year or like, is it, is it it's, that
1: much? Is I it, think it's around there. Yeah. I, I don't know hundred percent it could be like give or take a few you know what i mean but around 40 mark i'd say
2: and then like so you guys go to international competitions and you guys are competing against athletes from russia i guess they're called now and chinese and the koreans and i'm assuming those are state funded 100 percent.
1: that's their jobs right i believe so yes a lot of countries they uh they have the funding so they just they can pay their athletes to to solely just lift you know what i mean and but here it's it's different even when you're on AAP like you still yeah it's it's nice to have it but it should be more for the amount of work we're putting in you know yeah I mean? you're not like living lavish driving yeah. nice cars owning big houses right but like the funding from what i understand the funding in the states is uh, a lot better than here yeah and i think they're prize money like if you win we were talking about this
2: earlier if you win a gold medal i think it pays like I'm throwing numbers out of my ass here, but I'm like I heard it's like sixty thousand just for winning a gold
1: medal. Yeah, a lot of countries do that. They pay you for even breaking a world record. That's why a lot of athletes break it by one kilo at a time because they get they get a, like a bonus every time they break it, right? Strategy,
0: yeah, Work smarter, not harder. <laughs> um so in in Ontario, um like this is like from my perspective, like there's really there's like like the the decently competitive athletes that are like, hitting going to nationals maybe podium on the um, uh provincial championships then there's like guys like you and Bodie who are clearly like the number one in their class in that sport how do you like keep that competitiveness and like training hard when like you know you're gonna go to provincials and medal and um possibly nationals um like do you do you, like, oh, that, that's not what we train for? Is it we train for the international competitions to be the best in Canada and the best in the world? Um, and, like, is is that what drives you?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, uh, like not to demean anybody in Ontario, but I'm, I am, like, going to Ontario's, it's, uh, it's not really uh, as competitive, I'd say. Uh, like, obviously, as going to, like, world championships is where I really have to perform. to to place higher you know what I mean it's uh, that's what keeps the drive going though is you want to get to that next level.
0: I I thought I had you that one provincials I I actually out clean and jerked your snatch I think the only time in in Ontario provincials history I out clean and jerked your snatch.
2: (laughs) The best part is you've been practicing that joke for two weeks.
1: (laughs) We had to touch back on that the AAP stuff too though it's not uh, like the the qualifying like the system for it is not it's not the way it should be like uh, for, I'm not going to name any names, but for example, like,
0: Oh, do it. No, I'm kidding. You don't have to, you don't have to, <laughs>
1: but somebody in uh, a non-Olympic class, for example, that's obviously an easier weight class at world championships. And if you place, I don't know what it is, the top eight or something at worlds, you just automatically get the AAP. Um, so yeah, somebody in a non-Olympic class, especially for women actually, but they can just place top eight, but somebody in the lower Olympic class can have a way better, uh, like, they can be a way better lifter, right, with way better numbers, and they don't get it because they're not that top eight. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, so there's there's 10 Olympic classes. No, there's 10 world classes and eight Olympic classes. Eight Olympic classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, th- I
1: think, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure.
0: Um, and then, so, Tokyo is going to be less than what there was at the previous Olympics in terms of total athletes, right, Yeah. in weightlifting. And then Paris is even less than that. Yeah. Um, and they're drug users what all the drug users yeah um so as a clean athlete and competing in a country that is like that that they pride themselves on their their drug testing and they're sending clean athletes what how how do you perceive that do you like obviously it's a good thing that they're cleaning up the sport but going from say 240 athletes to paris will be like 120 or 130 i can't remember what the exact number is do you see that still as as like uh, improvement and progress in the sport or is that a i wish there was more athletes competing to grow the sport
1: well i think yeah the last one there there should be more athletes but you have to be good enough to go there obviously too right but uh it's just because we're kind of on probation right because all the all the positive drug tests and and the stupid countries that are ruining it ruining it for everybody else like here in north america you can't if you're doping you're gonna get caught sooner or later like here me i'm all of the national or the international athletes here were on a whereabouts program, right? The, the, the Adams, the, so they know where we're at at all times. Like they show up at my house at 6am sometimes, you know what I mean?
0: How many times a year do you get drug tested out of competition?
1: Uh, sometimes none, sometimes a couple, it's pretty random.
0: When you're going to these competitions and you're getting drug tested all the time and you know that, like, you and, like, like the North American countries, they're clean, and then you compete in these – against these uh, countries that are known for being dirty, they're known for for, for their uh, doping, is that, like, disheartening or what's kind of your mindset when you're going to these competitions and you're like, well, clearly that guy's on fucking drugs? It is
1: disheartening to see yeah. that because, like, you, you know, like we all know. Yeah. And it's 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 hard because we just have to hope they get they test positive right yeah. and get banned. Like uh, Colombia is looking like they're going to get banned from the Olympics here, hopefully, because mm-hmm. I mean clearly they have several athletes that burn right, just like like Russia did back in the day. They it was good that they got tossed, and now China China's the worst. Every Every weight class they're in, they win. And I mean,
0: well, it, I, I, not only that, but when you see they're like nationals, it's like, oh, yeah. every, there's like three guys breaking world records yeah. in every single category. And it's like, how is that not a red flag?
1: Like buddy, this tall friggin' power clean 197, like nothing. No, yeah. right? like it's, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's insane. It's like how, like, and like, if you look at them too, like at worlds, you see them in the, in the training area. Yeah. They, they got their shirts off. They have like fucking 0% body fat at all. Like their abs stick out three inches kind of like me. robots <laughs> yeah. almost as lean as me fucking terminators <laughs> <laughs> do you
0: do you think where the sport is headed right now is in a positive direction because of all those changes they've been making at the iwf level
1: yes and no because a bit of a shit show yeah it? the iwf is corrupt as a three dollar bill right it's uh i, mean, <laughs> I like that one <laughs> i mean so it's it's like money's being thrown around here and there right it's it's not 100 percent the athletes fault. it's just the countries and the federations right but so we myself just as an example i'm a clean athlete just like a whole bunch of other clean athletes around here that could be doing well and we're getting threatened to be tossed out of the olympics in the coming years and it's it's just that would ruin the sport right it just would be devastating to be working for something your whole life and then it's just gone you can't do it
0: mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine like the the i mean it's already been postponed for for, for different reasons but i can't imagine like working like basically like what are you guys 22 23 i'm 22 now yeah and like you, like working for that long and then it, it either gets shut down or or like only five, six eight people per weight class right yeah and like most of those people are probably have a history of doping
1: yep a lot of them do
0: um so you, you've been around the block a few times as like uh as a weightlifter when was do you remember your first competition
1: i do it was in collingwood i was I think i was eight years old And I I have no idea what my numbers were now, but it was fun. It was a cool experience. Were you nervous? Do you remember that? I don't think I was that nervous. I think I was just kind of excited, you know, first competition as a kid. You don't want to get that nervous as a kid, I find. Well, I I didn't anyway. Do you get nervous now? Uh, At this point, not. I wouldn't say nervous. I mean, you know, the nerves kind of, they get going when you're at a big competition like Worlds or something like that, you know what I mean? I mean, but like Provincials or something, I'm just there to beat myself, you know. it's like another day at the gym
0: yeah um so all like your your past um uh competitions what like lifts or what competitions kind of stick out
1: well i think it was provincials last year did that 45 and 75 in competition for the first time and that felt really good that was that was a, a high moment for me i mean i've been striving for those numbers for a while and it's just I was good for them for a while. Right. And it's just finally got him a competition. I've attempted him several times and it's just, yeah, uh,
0: there's not there those the days. Fight, and yeah. all was 45.
1: Was that your dad's? Is that because you, yeah. da- you beat the old um, man? Actually, I, I, I uh, I did it at a lighter body weight too. So it, it felt good to do that. <laughs> do you, do you, I remember I did it at the, at the gym in training first, like a couple weeks before that competition. I'm like, Oh yeah. Do you, do
0: you let them know? Do you like kind of, oh, is, yeah. there, is there like friendly, like as soon as, as
1: soon as I did it in the gym, yeah. I sent it, I sent it a video. <laughs> it was after work, right? So he wasn't even there. Yeah.
0: Is, um, so I remember you're, you're saying how like you were hoping to take down uh, Bodie's uh, snatch record in the 85 category. Um, and I don't think you'll will you be able to do that now.
1: I don't think so. No, yeah. I mean, I was at Canadians twenty the twenty twenty nationals. I was going to attempt his snatch and clean and jerk because I was right there. It's like one fifty two and one eighty. They both would have been close. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could have definitely got the clean and jerk, and the snaps would have been right there. I mean, I don't know. I was, I was pumped. I was going to yeah. give him a go, <laughs> and then Canadians got canceled, yeah. and now I'm screwed. <laughs> now I'm gaining too much weight so I, intentionally, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't hang around the 89s for another year. Yeah. I
0: mean. um, what would that have been like when you, if you, when you beat his record? With oh, I would have been pumped. Yeah. So cheap. <laughs> <laughs> um, so y- you've also been around to like a few countries. Um, like you, where World's Thailand? Thailand, yeah. And you've been to Guatemala, Guatemala,
1: Uzbekistan. Oh yeah. Uh, Tokyo. Yeah.
0: What place kind of stands out as... uh. Like, uh, a very interesting place.
1: Well, I mean, they were all interesting, but, I mean, Guatemala was a shithole. <laughs> Guatemala City. Like, you walk five minutes this way from the hotel, like, you're going to get fucking kidnapped. <laughs> five minutes the other way, you're at the competition venue. It's a nice. Oh. It's, right, <laughs> it's calm. <laughs> uh, but Uzbekistan was cool. It was really cool. You'd think it'd be uh, kind of a, a sketchy place to walk around in, but it's not. The locals are super nice. You, to catch a cab there, you just go like this, like, point your finger down to the road and People just stop on the side. On the like side random of road. people or? Yeah. Oh, it's shit. Random people that, where are you going? And I'm going to this place. Oh, no, we can't take you. Or, yeah, we can. It, it, it costs like a dollar. It's almost like hitchhiking. Yeah, their cash, it cost me like a dollar or something Canadian to take a cab anywhere. Like you go to the currency exchange, too. Right? 100 bucks US, I get a stack of cash, friggin' six inches tall.
2: <laughs> yeah, 270,000 rubles.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Tokyo also, though, Tokyo was awesome. That was, I had a blast
0: there. We all did. So when you compete, do you go early to check it out or do you go like a couple days before and then after your competition, you check out the place?
1: kind of depends on what day my class is lifting. You know, like in Tokyo, uh, I lifted like the second or third day and then I had like a full week afterwards to just kind of, you know, kind of party and watch the other lifters and stuff. Drink some water and uh, hydrate after. Lots of water.
2: (laughs) A lot of Sapporos. Yeah. (laughs) That shit goes down like water,
1: <laughs> but then you get other times where I'm there a week before and I compete on like the last day or two. You know what I mean? What would to, like time change for that stuff? Like Tokyo's uh, what's not 16 hours, but it was something eight, crazy. Eight, was 11 crazy. hours or something like that. Difference? Something like that. It's it's not as hard going there as you would think. It's it's coming back that's the worst to adjust to. Like when I when I went to Tokyo, you got you're excited, right? So I kind of just. Look at the time and wake up whenever. Yeah, it's a, it's a little tiring at first, but like a day or two and I'm, I'm good to go. Um, I had another question I fucking forgot. I was going to say something else too and I forgot what it was.
2: <laughs> Where's your sheet? You got, you got your list of questions that we have to abide by in front we, of you. No,
0: we don't. This is just a general guideline. No, well, no. How
1: long have you guys had this gym for? <laughs> uh,
2: I don't know,
0: a year and a half.
1: March yeah, we've
2: been me and Dave been married for a year and a half. Right on. Yeah,
1: he has. He stopped putting out <laughs> too. It's, <laughs> it's a not good true. atmosphere. It was good to good to train here. Yeah, it was
0: it was it was actually great having you here. Um, it's too bad I wasn't lifting. I them. know. I wish you had some big PRP numbers injections. to these my football fucks that i all think they're super strong. They can get <laughs> knocked down a peg.
2: Yeah, we we try to make it like a competitive atmosphere every day. You, yeah, you were you've been in there when I've been training with my guys and yep. yeah, it's nonstop chirping and.
1: That's the way to do it.
2: That's the Yeah. It makes it fun going to the gym. Yeah. Like I tried to do the good life thing and it's like, Oh, I've
1: never even been there.
2: Oh, I couldn't imagine. Like it's,
1: I think it'd be funny to just go to one of those gyms though and do like a jerk off the rack or something just to max out. Oh,
2: there, I was watching. There was some, it wasn't in English, so I have no idea what the fuck they were saying, (laughs) but there was a YouTube guy, like a, a, like a high, like elite powerlifter, went in to like a global, like commercial gym. And, uh, but ask the personal trainers to teach him to be a powerlifter. It's like, I have, I have a week I need to be a professional powerlifter to impress a girl. And it's, so yeah, and, but it's fucking hilarious. Like, I have no idea who it was, but the guy at the end ends up pulling like 760 off the floor sumo and the trainers are just like fucking blown away. But the, I just imagine that's where it's like, because it shows them trying to teach him how to deadlift. They got no fucking idea. Like oh, they're man. out to fucking lunch.
0: I uh I went to a good, like years ago, um and I'm obviously can't do any weightlifting in them. And there's some now that have like illegal Now they bars, have bumpers, bumpers and, and illegal well, bars. Even
1: still though, none of those coaches there have any clue. Oh no, them. I, I wouldn't get coaching
0: there. I don't know. Um, but I was just doing push presses off the rack, and I was just doing like 225 for a couple reps, and there was a couple guys beside me squatting 185 for like a five rep max. <laughs> and like I don't feel strong very often in my life, oh, but yeah. I felt strong then. That's the place to go if you want to feel strong. <laughs> a good ego boost. Yeah. What are your best numbers right now? Like, I, I know you're kind of recovering from an injury, but what's your best, like, snatch, clean and jerk, before back I, front?
1: I just took some time off for my, I had some tears in my uh, both patella tendons and uh, quad tendons. Uh, so I had some PRP injections done there. So I'm just uh, coming back now. But before I took that break, uh, I was up to a 147 kilo snatch, uh, 155 off the blocks, and then uh, a 176 kilo clean and jerk, which should be higher. I've, I've been good. Should for always me. be higher. Every should time you always. Get it,
0: it's, it's like yeah. that's always what you're gonna think. It's like I'm gonna, I
1: think. PR it be higher. tomorrow? Fuck that should have been more. Yeah.
2: So uh, you 147 from the
0: floor snatch, 155 from the blocks, which
1: blows
2: my mind. That's, I, that's I a, a, that a huge lot. difference.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. but uh, I mean, off the blocks is easier. For for most people, for most it good weightlifters, good. Most, I was good, gonna say good weightlifters. I'm, I'm so bad <laughs> off blocks, and I'm like, this is why I'm a bad
2: weightlifter. I can't fucking deadlift off blocks. Never mind try to pull, pull. <laughs> 100 kilo snatch up
0: blocks.
1: Um I love block snatches. They're my favorite. <laughs> What's your best
0: clean off the blocks? Do you, do you I that? don't really have one. I haven't no. really done much of yeah. those. Um and then
1: your best back and front squats. Who I don't even want to tell you. <laughs> like one Oh no, I What did I front squat? Um 195? Something like that. It's pretty
0: good. It's, it's, nah, it's, and it's way harder than you. Squat? It's only Back ten squat, kilos,
1: uh, like uh, 211 or 12 or something like yeah. that it's, it's too low yeah so, that's that's very know. close together though yeah i don't they've always my squats have always been kind of shit they've always just been a little i wouldn't say shit but i mean they're they're lower than you'd expect right yeah but i mean why squat 300 kilos if you're only clean and jerk in uh 175 you know i mean like you get these other lifters that they squat 300 they clean and jerk 200 it's the it mean squat means nothing really as long as you're doing like a good amount more than you're, you're clean obviously right i mean so when you say you hit like a good back squat or front squat pr does that
0: are you like okay i'm i'm gonna have to hit a good clean and jerk soon like is it they're so close together so you know that you're ready for a heavier clean and
1: jerk well front squat yes so whatever you if you front squat it for three you should be able to clean and jerk it you should you should
0: i you can i definitely can that's you that's a hundred percent yeah you probably can
1: i could clean and jerk my squat. best
2: yeah my front squat's fucking awful. I could definitely, I could probably hit it for five.
1: <laughs> um, I don't even know what my three minute max would be now. I'd have to test it again. How,
0: what's your training like, and has it really changed over the years from like five year old Noah to twenty two year old Noah? Or are you kind of doing really. this similar thing? Because like always a, been very similar. I think I've 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 heard either your brother or your dad talk, and it's like you guys do like like relatively high volume in your workouts, like oh, yeah. a lot of fives, yep. like five clean and jerks. Oh yeah three clean and jerks and then you kind of earn your singles or is it like if that's the
1: program for the day so 80% and lower we do five five reps at our max weight three sets of five and then uh, above 80% three and then three sets of three at our max there and then not we do like we do uh, sets of three at 90% anything above 90 is singles so or for maxing out that day obviously we just when we get kind of heavy, just a single here, single Okay,
0: there. yeah, that was going to be my next question. So say you guys have like 75%, you're doing like four sets of five clean and jerks. Clean jerk, uh, drop it, clean however jerk. However
1: many jerk. sets it takes to get with – three sets with your max is what we do. It doesn't matter how many sets it takes to get oh, okay. there. It's just – yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what you guys have been doing since like day one?
1: Pretty much, yeah. I mean – when we were kids, obviously, you have to train them a little differently, like yeah, do a lot more assisted exercises, right, to get the technique down, teach them how to miss and stuff like that. But once we got going smooth, it, it's been pretty well the same, like snatch, clean and jerk, squats and pulls three times a week, every week. Yeah. And we, like me, and well, I usually go uh, two extra days a week, so like Monday, Wednesdays or whatever, whatever days work, and do my assistant exercises, like jerks off the blocks or snatches out the blocks, stuff like that, you know what I mean?
0: um and like how often are you guys like going for that heavy single are you guys like is, is your dad pretty like uh um lenient with that or is it like you guys got to stick to the percentages of the program
1: well he writes our program well we know our program he just writes the percentages um if we're it's more or less just a guideline if we feel good like say we have 80 percent today if we feel good by all means we can go up as long as the competition's not coming up right but uh, Or if we have 90%, a lot, of, a lot of the time we'll go up for a heavy single if it feels good. If uh, if it's not feeling good, bare minimum is a percentage. But or he's always encouraged us to do more than the percentage, right? Take it upon yourself. If you feel good, go up.
0: Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. And so three days a week, you guys snatch, clean and jerk, squat pull in the same workout yeah in the same workout all three of those days does it change like what kind of pull what kind of squat
1: yeah you rotate i mean we have a squat program so if it's uh i don't know a three-week program it's front squats the whole time except like the the third workout of each week is you rotate the squat like if i'm doing front squats i switch to back for that light workout just to you know switch it up a bit i guess yeah and for pulls we just always rotate every workout snatch pulls today clean pulls to the next you know
0: how often do you guys do variations like
1: powers or um, the power phase right after after a competition? It's usually we usually start full lifts four to six weeks before a competition, but before that, it's all power. Unless like like I might uh, I'll probably take it easy on the powers after my my knee injections because I don't want to go through that again. Don't want to take you more time off. Yeah. So I probably won't do many heavy powers anymore, yes. but I don't know. I'll definitely do power because mm-hmm. you got to. What's
0: your best like power uh, clean and power power snatch?
1: I've power snatched 130 was borderline. Um, power clean, I want to say 160 between 160 and 65 it was more than 60. It might not have been quite 65.
0: How much does it bother you when someone asks you how much you bench press?
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the stupidest. Hey, you know what my <laughs> response is is. Uh, Bench presses in the special Olympics. <laughs> oh my God, I might have to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no way. No, don't do that. Um, but do you know how much you can bench? Have you ever benched? I, I don't know what my max would no. be. I, if I do it, it's just a little bit of pumping to get the chest a little bit. Yeah, when you're like bigger, you know, going like to the bar or we're something. we're far from competition. Yeah, when you're going to the bar
0: after or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's going to keep okay,
2: asking. i get swole. Dave's gonna keep asking exercise maxes just until so he, he finds something he can beat yet. Oh, I know. Because Dave, Dave's um, got a decent.
1: I,
0: I, he's got I, I, a decent I back, bench. Squat him. I hope back squatter. How deep do you go? Oh, he goes deep. That's good. Yeah, good. yeah. I'm, he I'm, does I'm a decent deep. squatter. Good. Yeah.
2: And your bench is not bad for being ugly and weak.
0: Yeah, I mean, I bench once a year, and it's three,
2: <laughs> and you PR every every time you bench. Time.
0: That's the key. <laughs> <laughs> um what's the future? Like, so you compete in the 89 or used to, I don't know if you want to drop that right now. It's like an official press release for Noah Santana.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I've been constantly trying to gain weight now and I'm at the point where I want to move up. So we'll see, uh, by my next competition, we'll see what my body weight's at.
2: Is that, is that because you don't like maintaining weight or you think you'll be better heavier?
1: I could, I could stay in the 89s if I wanted, but I'd have to, uh, I was getting to the top of that class for a while now. So, but my numbers weren't progressing enough. Like I would still go up, but I don't have a whole lot more to gain in that weight class. I got to put on some more body weight so I can throw up some heavier numbers.
2: So do you like, this is my puppy brain asking. So if you go up to a heavier weight class and you feel heavier weights and then you decide to go back, do you think you'll maintain some of those gains
1: better? You'd have to cut the weight. So I don't know. No, no. Maybe a little bit, but not. It wouldn't be near the same. Like if I just for example, just pulling numbers out of my ass. If, say if I go to 102, clean jerk 200, and I go back to 89, there's no way I'm doing close to 200. That's a big difference, though. 89 and 102. Yeah, what's the, the, in between? Because 96, 96. The 96. There's 96. Yeah, yeah but I I
0: mean, 96. I'd there's... like to
1: be a 102. A nice. I'm six foot tall. A nice solid 102 would be a, a good class for me to stay in. Um. And and you guys historically don't really cut, do you? Uh, not really. No. I mean, my dad had to do sometimes when he was in his like 30s and stuff, right? Cause it's, it's harder to keep your weight down. Oh that yeah. Point. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, might, I you made me, me at the <laughs> 102s, man. Like I'm trying to,
0: I'm trying to keep it down. My Nona gives me a box of cookies and I'm like, Oh fuck. I gotta, well, I don't want to compete those. against Noah. <laughs> I go up, I compete against Noah. I go down, I compete against fucking Bodie. So like
1: <laughs> pick a new sport. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, 96 is first. Obviously I mean, I'm I'm uh, a kind of a light, 96 right now i'm hovering about 205 at this point so i don't know why i weigh myself in pounds it's just stupid but every scale's in pounds yeah there's thing there's a button on the bottom you can i think press. there is yeah the, the
0: math every day keeps your mind sharp though so i
1: mean that would be what
2: 92
0: 93 205 is yeah 92 2.6 2. 2. yeah something, something like. like that derek's the math he's like rain man
1: he's got the decimal and everything <laughs>
0: just i read
2: hockey cards as a kid that's it that's all i did <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, so I, still got to gain, though. I don't, I don't know what I am actually right now. Cause this, this job, I've been, I've been eating shitloads on this yeah. job, right? Working 13 hours and coming to the gym. You gotta, I just stuff myself. So I'm probably a little heavier now. Yeah. I haven't weighed myself in a while. You, you'll put that to good use though. Yeah. I'm hoping when I get home and jump <laughs> on my scale, I'm nice and heavy. Um, what's, what's training
0: kind of going to look like for you when you, uh, get back into the swing of things?
1: Um, I'm going to have to ease back into it, obviously. Right. I mean, uh, I was easing back into it before this job. I was starting to do snatches again and cleaning jerks again. But just uh, super light, like I was working percentages off of a, a 110 and 140 to start. And I'll progressively up those numbers just as a max to work off of so I don't rip my new tissue. You know what I mean? Um, and then, yeah, hopefully in a couple months time, I'm back doing some proper weights
0: yeah so h- how long do you think it'll get you to like a one f- a 155 off blocks
1: again well i mean i find the strength is still pretty well there like when i was c- before this job when i was doing my snatches cleaning jerks it all felt like it didn't feel heavier than before it felt the same it's just i have to take it easy on my knees first you know you've got to build that tissue back up yeah. so i don't think it'll take too long and muscle memory right so um, it'll definitely take some time but i don't think it'll take a crazy amount of time and I got a weight because my friggin' shoulder – I had a lump cut out of my shoulder, eh? So it, it was just from the bar smashing on it, it for so many is, years. Is that like a Santa thing? Because I, I, don't, I don't i don't know. if I haven't <laughs> seen that to too many people. Bodhi's got one. Yeah. My dad has one on his collarbone. Yeah. And the stupid surgeon tries to tell me, oh, no, it's not from that at all. Like, okay, <laughs> is fine. that
2: just scar tissue building well, up? Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I don't know about scar tissue, but like it's just, you know, the doing cleans, right? The bar just sitting, smashing right there so many times for so many years, just – progressively got bigger to the point where it was a friggin' beach ball on my shoulder it became a bit of an eyesore i had people asking about it on social media <laughs> <laughs> and my girlfriend doesn't like it so i'm like all right i'll get it cut out and try to do that you saw me do that 100 kilo clean the other day yeah as soon as it landed on my shoulders i'm like
0: oh, ah shit that was a noah santa PR clean at a uh, hammer shrink it Performance. was yeah um yeah, so, I mean, you, you mentioned it, uh, so your girlfriend is also, I would say, would be, like, the the other elite royalty of weightlifting in Canada. Yep, you'd yeah. be right. <laughs> Do you guys ever, um, like, bicker about, like, which family? Oh, well, who
2: is
1: it? Because not everybody knows who the oh, hell okay. you're talking uh, about. Tali yeah. yeah. Um The Darceny, like, people know Yvonne Darceny, they're from Quebec, right? Yeah,
0: they're, they're from Quebec, and uh, her dad, did her grandfather go to the Olympics? No, her dad... Uh, started it I believe yeah her, her dad went to the books, and then she has how many siblings two brothers two brothers and they're all fucking good like, they're young yeah, they're good. right they're like they're 16, letters. 17
1: yeah 17 and like 19
0: yeah yeah 17 and 19 and they're small guys right
1: yeah they're yeah
0: yeah um, do you guys ever like bicker about who's like whose family's like collectively better at weightlifting no
1: no never, it's never actually came up because I mean that's just a <laughs> you know, it's not we, a hot you topic who wins there <laughs> I'm not even gonna tell you. I'm not even gonna not even gonna get into that. Um, <laughs> but I mean, like, we do argue about whose training methods uh, work better. You know what I mean? Because I'm sure they're different, right? Very different. Yeah. Very different. We do this. She doesn't like our workouts because we do the same, the same lifts all the time. She thinks it's way too boring. And but I mean, boring works. Well, weightlifting is like a little bit of a boring sport.
0: Right.
1: Like some people, like uh, if you go to some gyms, they have way too much volume or not volume, sorry, way too much uh, variety. Where we just do more volume of the same stuff. I mean, you obviously got to do different assistant exercises if you have, if you're struggling in a certain area. Like if I got a a weak jerk or out of position jerk, I'm gonna do a shitload of jerks and presses and all all that shit. You know what I mean? And, but if you want to get better at snatch and clean and jerk, you have to do snatch and clean and jerk. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know where, you know where I stand and all that. I'm the king of variety.
0: Yeah, you are. Yeah. Uncle oh, Louie. <laughs> Uncle Louie.
1: Because, I mean, we've been doing the same the same workouts for years and years and years, and it's just, it's, it's working. Yeah.
2: It, it, as long as you buy into it. Like, you guys grew up in that. You know that it works. You, it's easy yeah. to buy into. You can have the greatest program in the entire world if the athlete doesn't believe in it.
0: Well, I wouldn't
1: Throw it out buy the window. buy into it. It's just what works, works, you know? I mean, if, if one of us is struggling in a certain area, like, say, for example, my sister is having some trouble overhead in the snatch, my dad's going to add a whole bunch of more assists and exercises to work on that positioning, right? Until we find something that works.
0: What's it like having um, a girlfriend or partner that kind of gets the whole weightlifting thing and how, how serious you guys take it? Uh, well, do you think you'd be able to have a girlfriend that doesn't understand it and, or doesn't weightlift?
1: I thought about that. I mean, it's, it would be a lot harder if, it, if she wasn't, lifting you know what i mean because it's hard for them to understand especially with my work i work crazy hours and then i train i have to train so i'd be i'm i'm hardly ever i hardly ever have time especially when i'm working when i'm not working it's nice because she's got to train too yeah if uh like i'm going to the gym if if my girlfriend wasn't a lifter she'd just be like w- i don't know what she'd be thinking i mean <laughs> you know better than it me doesn't, yeah. doesn't
0: really matter well my wife trains a little bit she's oh, she, yeah she, she weight lifts. Just CrossFit and weightlifts a little bit. Um, so does she I like train? The book that you gave me when you said
1: CrossFit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, she, she she loves it, and and she's pretty good at weightlifting. So I don't know. She can do whatever she wants. But I mean, but yeah. She, she, at least she gets at the training a little bit, right? Yeah. That's, it, that's that's the important part.
1: Yeah, I find I think it'd be hard to to maintain a relationship like that if if, if you're a serious athlete and your girlfriend doesn't understand. You know what I mean? Do you train in the same place? When we're together, yeah. she, she, like, lives she's, she's oh, the, she lives in, in Quebec. Oh, she lives in Quebec. Yeah, the long distance thing's going on. I, it's actually great.
0: If she listens to us Oh hey she likes it too (laughs) Have a good
1: time I mean it sucks sometimes It's a little too long And we don't get to see each other Obviously But uh, When we do get to see each other It's nice Quality time You know what I mean Because it's it's been a while And we see each other fairly often Usually every couple weeks or so
0: Yeah it's not super far Unless I'm
1: working Or if she's busy with school Or something But we we both got Shit on our plate right And Um, we both understand she can, she's competed for team canada right oh yeah, yeah yeah. she's uh she's really trying to make the olympics she's right on the cusp okay
0: of of the of of tokyo yeah oh, okay that's good yep um have, have you won a canadian national title as a senior not yet not
1: yet i should have yeah who, who if i went 6 for 6 who, i probably would have
0: who who's in that category? uh category B- abelamire in 89
1: yeah no um gab dejne Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. We've been neck and neck for a little while. But, I mean, again, if I went six for six, yeah, if, it yeah. would have been – I would have won.
0: Who's in the 102s? I Noah, S- Noah Santavi.
1: Yep, Noah P- Santavi. Possibly David D'Onato.
0: <laughs> <laughs> still in provincials. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so <laughs> we want to start doing um, would-you-rathers. Um, see <laughs> Whatever comes kind. to mind. I, 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 <laughs> hey, you, you don't have to do them. You just have to say what you would rather do.
2: What was it? Would you rather fart so loud
1: that everybody in the gym heard it or silently shit your pants? Oh, obviously, fart so loud that everybody heard it. Yeah, yeah no one wants to shit their pants. I do that when I squat sometimes. Go <laughs> well, shit yourself or
0: fart? Fart. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes shit myself when I fart. Oh, yeah. Um.
0: Uh, a weightlifting re- relevant one, would you rather win an Olympic gold medal or have a
1: world record? I'll win Olympic gold. Oh, Easy. see,
0: smart. Easy. What's your reasoning behind that one?
1: That's just... You're on top of the world. Yeah. You're the best, mm-hmm. the best there is. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. You see, you're wrong. I, I, I we, this was hot take yeah, an hour ago.
1: World records can be taken away. Fucking a, Yeah. not Olympic gold. No,
0: I mean, I. A world record can be taken away, but it's also like I mean, assuming, don't get me wrong. I mean, it doesn't.
1: It's it's a. Ama- it would be amazing yeah. to have a world record. No, yeah. no doubt. But I think I think most athletes would agree with that. Olympic gold medal is that's. That's top of the pyramid, like you're saying earlier. Yeah. That's that's the that's where it's at. That's what you want.
0: Um oh one, one question. Oh my god, there's a couple questions I forgot. Okay. Um
1: You guys box. We do. Yeah. How often do you guys box? Uh usually I go like twice a week when I'm not working, obviously. What's that for? Just like a little bit of conditioning, yeah. So work yeah. on some cardio and yeah. it's a it's a cool skill to learn. You know, it's it's fun. Yeah. It's fun, it's really hard, really hard on the lungs. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh yeah um Bodhi's boxes
1: too right yep yep is, anyone, he started else, at first. is anyone else in your family box brayden has a little bit but he kind of just faded away yeah. i don't know what his uh, his deal is now <laughs> he's a hockey player right he is a hockey player yeah, he's playing for the legionnaires since yeah yet. one of our goalies plays on that team yeah
0: my goalies oh yeah yeah
2: yeah that's tiago he's a bum tiago you're a bum if you listen <laughs> i
0: doubt he's listening to this um who would win in a fight you or Bodie?
1: Next question. <laughs> Why? Because you don't want to piss him off, or you don't want to make you kick your ass. Which one? Next question. <laughs> okay. um, who
0: would win in a fight in a box? You in the fights? This guy boxes, man. I haven't been in a fight. Yeah, I was gonna it's say like a boxing match. I haven't been in. I'm just. just
2: so of does of... my aunt? She's 53 years old and overweight. She
0: boxes. <laughs> She's not gonna fight somebody. No, but I, I'm just like who, who he thinks would win. Who's fun to get in the odd scrap though? <laughs> yeah. Who would win in a boxing match? I got a glass match? jaw. I'm um, not fighting your dad in your prime or you.
1: Ooh, I, I'd be scared to fight my dad. Yeah,
0: he's he's been intimidating guy. Yeah? I
2: don't think anybody's like. I don't think anybody's not afraid of their dad. Yeah. Like,
1: I, my dad's 48 and. I'd be scared to fight him now.
2: Yeah, my dad's 50, 60. He's got arthritis in the entire body. He's got more arthritis than fucking anybody in the
1: world, and he would still beat my ass. Like it's hard for me to think of anybody that could beat my dad. You know, it's like he's the man. He's always been the man to me. You know, my dad could kick your dad's ass. Oh, no, not a chance. <laughs> but yeah, he he was never like a boxer or anything like that. He's just you know he grew up in the in the, the age where it's you get getting bar fights right all the time. It's just the way it went. Oh, yeah. We were, they were way tougher than we were. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah big time. I'm soft. And you're softer than baby shit. I'm soft, very soft. I'm too
0: soft. Yeah. So I, I think that's it. Yeah. That was a fun chat. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, thanks. for coming on, Noah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And um, happy
2: Hanukkah. <laughs> happy Merry holidays. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. No <laughs> fucking happy holidays either. It's no, fucking fuck happy holidays. Merry, Merry holidays. fucking Christmas. Merry
0: holidays um yeah so um thanks for coming on thanks for coming by the gym uh you're yeah, welcome your you're welcome to come in whenever you're in the hamilton area i'll
1: have to come back and do a, a real workout for you yeah for
0: yeah definitely days. yeah we'll uh, we'll go we'll go uh snatch for snatch off the blocks yeah, yeah. Yep. i'll, I'll
1: like let that. you know when
2: dave's head starts getting big bigger than, <laughs> bigger than it is right now yeah. and then when all the a- he's telling the athletes that he wins yeah. and shit and then you just come in and
1: <laughs> i win some local meets i'll have to come sweep the olympic uh, lift records on the no you can't do that you can't take that that's the one thing i have here that's the one thing i have
0: for now for now all right thanks everyone for listening have a good day thank you for listening to episode four of the canadian strength cast noah was a blast to have on and told some great stories i also wanted to let you know that we are hosting an online covid strongman competition a four-week event that you can do online by submitting videos please head to our website under the events section and you can see all the details there. We made this event so it's very inclusive with multiple categories and workouts you can do at home or in your local gym if you have the equipment needed. You can also follow us on Instagram at at CSS underscore strength underscore events and at Canadian Strength Supply. You can follow us along there for more information.